Warning, this show has been known to cause certain side effects in listeners and participants alike. Symptoms include a positive outlook on life, wanting to try new things, and a renewed faith in humanity. Enjoy at your own risk. Hey there, welcome to the I Like to Like Things podcast. I'm your host, Elise, and thanks for joining me. Now, I don't think I have to tell you the world can be a dark and scary place for us all, but I'm here to help you get through the miasma of that negativity one episode at a time. Now to do that, I have a guest share with us their favorite thing, whatever that thing may be, and we get to share in their enthusiasm. There's nothing more positively infectious than listening to a passionate person tell you about something they love. I learned a long time ago that I can like just about anything as long as I have a fan along with me for the ride. So here's the catch. I cannot already be a fan of the guest thing. It has to be something new for me. This way, it's not only uplifting, but it's educational too. So for today, we have Megan Gritty, sometimes host, or should I say self-proclaimed co-host of the Genuine Chit Chat podcast. Megan, how's it going? Yeah, so good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm not. Uh, I haven't got my own podcast, so I am a self-proclaimed co-host to my boyfriend's podcast. As you rightly said, I just kind of jump on whenever I want, <laughs> which is totally the way to do it. You get to do all the things you like, and you don't have to worry about the pressure of of making sure you get those episodes out. That's awesome. Um, yeah. now- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Now, I love that um, we were just chatting uh, and your boyfriend happened to be on um, at that time. And he was saying that people actually want to to work with you. They want to record with you. And so he'll get people who come on and be like, but will Megan be there? Is that, does that happen? <laughs> it happens a lot. There's like... I don't really know why like sometimes Mike will come up to me and be like oh so and so is really interested in meeting you next time I do a podcast with them can you please make sure you come on because they they haven't stopped going on about you and I'm like I literally don't know why (laughs) but okay then (laughs) it just means you're you're much more likable than you give yourself credit for (laughs) what are some of the shows that you've been pulled into or have have opted into that were really fun so Mike's got a, a Patreon feed for Genuine Chit Chat and we do um, something called Afterthoughts on there, which is quite fun. I like doing those where we basically rate movies and TV shows that we've seen. But um, I think the thing that I, I enjoyed the most that I did is that Mike's also part of a comic, um, of a podcasting feed called Comics in Motion. And they do, I can't remember the exact name of it, but they have to battle... Um, their opinion on a certain movie so there's someone fighting for and someone fighting against and I was the judge <laughs> so I got oh, to decide who won <laughs> and they were battling uh, oh, it was a Star Wars film and I can't remember off the top of my head exactly what Star Wars film it was but oh, I got so to be the judge and that was really cool yeah taking things if they're battling, <laughs> if they're battling Star Wars that is that's a legit battle that is not they're not messing around no, with that <laughs> yeah, yeah no I feel like definitely the, not <laughs> the judge's seat is definitely the safe place to be in that conversation <laughs> yeah and the great thing is about being the judge is that if people start going off on a tangent I'm like hey let's get back on track I can be the boss <laughs> yeah bring it back come on come on gentlemen let's, let's bring this back 
I love it. That's exactly. awesome. <laughs> I feel like that's what I do at my, in my day job during meetings so often. Like, okay, and that was a great tangent. Let's come back. Bring it on home, everybody. Let's land this plane. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that that's what I do at work, but I'm a teacher and I always go off on tangents and sometimes my students are like, hey, uh, can we get back to what we're actually supposed to be learning? I'm like, oh, sorry. (laughs) Those are the best teachers though, because I feel like those are the facts that I actually remember from from school was the tangent facts and not like what we were supposed to be learning. And honestly, it's because of like the same theory of I like to like things you go off on that tangent because it's interesting to you and you're passionate about it. And that's what makes people engage with it. So yeah, it's like point proven. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Okay. So Megan, let's really get into this. What's your thing? So my thing is arguably one of my favorite things on this planet. And it is... RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> I love it. I'm so excited. Um, I was telling Chris when you, for, when we first connected with you and you were like, RuPaul's Drag Race, I'm like, oh yes, I'm in. Bring this. <laughs> this sounds super fun. Um, and I, I, I feel like most women my age have some, some context for RuPaul's Drag Race, at least. Like we've seen an episode or you kind of know that it exists but I've never like really sat down and watched I've never been a fan so what is so fun or touching or whatever why do you love RuPaul's Drag Race I I don't know I so the the reason that I got into RuPaul's Drag Race to begin with is in my in my third year of university I I lived in France and then I lived in Spain because of my degree I came back to the UK for someone's birthday and I was crashing at my friend's house and we were like scrolling through Netflix just trying to find something to watch and we stumbled across RuPaul's Drag Race and we were like, oh, what is this? Like, what is this? This looks absolutely Uh mental. Let's give it a go. And then I just fell in love with it. It's so amazing. Like, as someone who is not, I'm, I'm not the... I'm not very good at makeup. I'm not the most girliest of girls. So seeing these people create these whole transformations and what they can do with makeup and what they can do with like padding and how they change their physique to make themselves just this just whole transformation is just incredible to me. And it it just kind of blows my mind a little bit, especially as the series go on and on and on. There's just so many incredible like people on this show and then also just the push for like accepting lgbtq plus etc etc is just awesome and making it have that that public profile is just so like mesmerizing and i i just love it so much that's so wonderful i feel like like this show when it came out was so revolutionary like this was not mainstream at all when this came out and it kind of like made it mainstream. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. So, okay, run me through, cause I've never, I've never seen even one full episode. I've seen just like 30 second clips. So what's the, um, what's the format for the okay, show? Okay, so, so there's normally, I can't remember how many exact episodes there are in a series, but for the first ever episode of a series, you start off with 13, I think it's 13 queens. So each episode, you'll have all of the different drag queens at the start. 
They then have to do a mini challenge where sometimes it's like a photography thing. Sometimes it's they have to get into a quick drag and they do something fun and silly. And then there's a winner of the mini challenge. Normally the winner of the mini challenge is then kind of like, uh, normally like a group leader. And then there's a maxi okay. challenge. So for example, if there's an acting challenge, the person who won the mini challenge can assign everyone their roles. So then okay. they have a maxi challenge um, and that's different every single episode. So sometimes there's sewing, sometimes there's acting, sometimes, and I've been told that you like musicals. There's generally is a musical episode musicals. every single series. <laughs> um, and then they perform, they do their thing and then they go onto the runway at the end and they show their specific outfits for that runway they get critiqued and then mm -hmm. there's a winner of the episode and then there's two queens that are in the bottom and if you're in the bottom then you're up for elimination that week and obviously if you get eliminated then you don't go through to the next week the way that right. you have to fight for your place on the show is you have to lip sync for your life <laughs> oh, i so, love it yeah so they have two queens that are having to lip sync a song and then they put on this great performance and then RuPaul in all of her might and glory will decide who gets to stay on the show for the next week. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. So do you mostly interact with the contestants in their like fully made up selves or so do you go back and forth? Most of the, so most of the episode they're in non-drag so they're in just okay. normal yeah. um and then day -day. it's only really in the last yeah their day-to-day -day outfits then generally it's the last 20 minutes or so that you see them in full drag it's only when they come out on the runway and they do their performance for the show that they're in drag the rest of the time they're in just their normal clothes okay so and, and like do they do a good job of like, helping you get to know the people because that's like always yeah. my favorite part of the <laughs> Of the long time, um, like the long competition shows, like not just like one episode competition, but you know, like the competition series is that you get yeah. to know all the people. Yeah, it's it's cool. So they have, they always do interviews. So they'll have the people interviewed and then they'll be referring to something that's happened in the episode. And whenever they're being interviewed, they have their name with the drag name. So whenever they talk to each other they call each other by their drag names not by their normal <laughs> names to make it easier okay. for i think us as viewers to understand what's going on but the greatest thing is when everyone comes out onto the show for the first time they all come into the workroom which is where they do their work but they all come into okay. the workroom one by one and they do a performance and then they start chatting they do the first mini challenge and then they undrag so it's interesting seeing all of the drag queens then see everyone when they're in their normal attire. <laughs> so they're like, oh my yes. God, they look completely different. <laughs> oh, I love it. Cause, cause the full done up is just so transformative. Yeah, so yeah, different. for sure. Oh man, that's, that sounds super fun. Um, I'm like getting excited. I'm like, okay, I can't wait to watch this. <laughs> Who, like, this is going to be a binge watch, which I'm not normally a much of a binge watcher, but I'm like, oh, I could see myself getting like, episode after episode of this all in a row well um, there are 13 yeah, different series of the u.s drag race so <laughs> i was gonna say what's your favorite series your favorite and season like here we see so i i went through so i haven't actually seen series one and two of rupaul's drag race okay. because when 
I started watching it on Netflix. It only started at series three. Um, okay. And then it came to Netflix and I started trying to watch series one, but the filter on the camera is so blurry and outdated. It just put me off watching it completely. Oh. Um, but yep. I actually went through all of the different series to have a look at all of the, the different drag queens that there were so that I could answer this exact question. My, I think my all-time favorite series is probably series or season six. I really like season six. Okay. Season I'm six, like, season eleven, and season twelve. Like this is where I'm starting. Six, eleven, and twelve. Done. Like if you say that's the best, I want to start with the best. What What makes those ones good? I think I think it's just the people that are in it. Like there are there are there are drag queens in each series that I absolutely love, but there are so many in those particular series that I just think are incredible be it that their transformations are amazing or just their comedy is amazing because obviously you have different types of drag queens as well and what their right. their main art form are completely different so you have like comedy queens or pageant queens and then you have people that are fishy queens which are the ones that look more feminine so if you're fishy you look okay. more feminine and what okay. you get to learn as you watch this show, there is so much vocabulary that is specific to the drag culture. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, I'm like, okay, fishy, okay. Like, note to self, fishy is feminine. Because <laughs> I wouldn't have put that together. So, yeah, it's, yeah, that'll be fun to learn. Who are some of your favorites? Like, who are some of the people okay. that are your favorites? Some of my absolute favorites are... Crystal Method, uh, Bianca Del Rio, Latrice Royale is pretty fun. Oh, God, this Bob the Drag Queen. <laughs> yes. Uh, there's so many. I, there's there, Honestly, there's there's so many. Miss Vanjie is pretty cool as well. It's, it's difficult. It, what also is cool about watching RuPaul is that you start with some... Oh, Ginger Minge is also amazing as well. But you start watching them and you notice how there might be some drag queens that are slightly like shadier than others so they're like a bit backstabby and then you actually see mm -hmm. like how they grow as as people on the show as well like not just oh. with their art as drag queens but as individuals where they learn to kind of appreciate and love other people rather than just being catty for no, for no reason <laughs> yeah i mean i am sure that there's a lot of but uh, well okay let me give let me give some more context so i was we were chris and i were flying this last weekend and so of course you're like stuck to whatever like the on on demand like what is united airlines gonna give me to watch and so one of the options <laughs> was um we're here which is a a show that came out of RuPaul's Drag Race. So this is the only like oh. main context that I have um, for for Drag Race is that three of the queens all came from there, and they now travel across the U.S. and go um, into these small towns. They bring people from the community um, to do drag, and they like teach them how to do drag. And oh, um, they put on a show for the community. And a lot of these communities, that is not something that they have had exposure to. And so they really show all of the reaction to them. And sometimes yeah. it's really good and really exciting. And sometimes it's really bad. And they're, they're not shying away from that either. And 
So my thought with what, what I was going to say is that I'm sure that, that a lot of the queens have experienced some like negative feedback for the way that, that they choose to, to live and, and they, they've, you know, found themselves in this space. And, and I think I'm sure that that comes out in interactions with other people. You know, you start to get really guarded when you're used to people yeah. coming at you with negativity, you just start to protect yourself. And I, I love it. It sounds like this show has created a space for them to be safe and kind of yeah grow. I'm linking in with that. It's you also hear them talking to each other about their experiences with drag and their experiences of coming out to their families mm-hmm. and whether they have supportive families or whether they don't. And like, Sometimes some of the stories that they tell are just honestly heartbreaking because like for me, I just don't understand why people just can't be accepting of one another. So for me, it just baffles my mind. And obviously as well, like there's a slight culture difference between the US and the UK. So there are some things that they say and I'm just like, I just don't understand. Like that that wouldn't necessarily happen in England like it does in America. And then you hear the supportive stories as well, which is really lovely that they have like families that are so supportive and caring and that they're like their dad's like their number one fan. Like there's one drag queen who was talking about their dad being really supportive and he's in like a biker gang and then he'll go out with his like his his biker friends and he'll be like hey look at my son he's doing like drag race he's like this is him performing and that's just so beautiful to see because that should be absolutely like normal. <laughs> Right, like be proud of your your children for the things that they're doing and loving and whatever that is. Like, let's be supportive. Yeah, yeah. In the states, it's so interesting because I I feel like you get very different, um, very different reactions based on where you live. Like yeah. the exposure to things is completely different. It's like one country, but the exposure level is totally different from one state to the next or one region to the next it's just yeah that's interesting okay so let's get back to the fun um there's the important and there's the fun so let's get back to the fun um (laughs) what what's one of the challenges that you have seen that you think is really like was a lot of fun to watch them do like the competitions (laughs) my favorite ever my my favorite episode favorite ever So my favorite general episodes are, <laughs> are the Snatch Game, which is basically where they have to dress up as a celebrity and impersonate that celebrity. And it's kind of like Ooh. a game show panel. So you have some people that have done, um, so I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Someone did Maggie, um, oh my God, what's her name? She's McGonagall in Harry Potter and she's British and I can't remember oh, her surname. Yes, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I can't <laughs> think really of bad her name. With me. But... <laughs> Come on, um, she's British, you her. should know. I know, and I love Harry Potter. <laughs> um, yeah, so Snatch Game's awesome. Someone's done Judge Judy on there. Um, someone, <laughs> like, the lo- there's there's been so many. It's kind of difficult. That Sometimes they obviously bomb. And they're not very good. Which but is the ones also that are fun. amazing. Yeah, 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 definitely. Then there's the <laughs> musical episodes, which generally happen once a series as well. And my favorite 
musical episode actually wasn't in the American version because they have spin-offs now so they've got the UK version of Drag Race as well is there's the Eurovision episode and I love Eurovision so much so for it to be combined with RuPaul's Drag Race is just incredible and the Eurovision episode of the UK Drag Race season 2 was absolutely fantastic (laughs) by far the greatest song it's so good (laughs) that's awesome so I just learned about Eurovision I had no idea that it existed until like maybe six months ago so will you give like a one minute like this is what Eurovision is just for people who don't have context okay so Eurovision is nuts is how I'm gonna start it (laughs) Eurovision is is insane. It's absolutely crazy. So it's basically a load of countries that make up Europe, even though for some reason Australia are now part of it. Yeah, they're not in Europe. But um, so you have loads of different countries. Yeah, loads of different countries that input a song and then it's a big competition. I, it lasts like a week, but I only ever watched the final. So each country has a song the countries like vote the judges vote and then the public can also vote it's just a it's a it's a singing competition for different countries but generally the songs are not great uh and england don't ever do very well we always do badly (laughs) this year this year we came dead last and we got zero points (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) absolutely nothing nothing zero it is a very poor description of what eurovision is but it is a treat i do i do recommend anyone to watch it i i love it so much mike hated it before we got together and i've now managed to worm my way in and he he now enjoys it much like rupaul's drag race as well he likes both of them now so (laughs) i was just gonna say have you gotten mike into rupaul's drag race and who else have you gotten into rupaul's drag race yeah so i i had a housemate uh called pete and he and his partner now they both love rupaul's drag race so i'm gonna i'm gonna take the the thing there and say that i am the one that showed it to them uh yeah, I, I, I try and show as many people as possible, to be honest, because I, I just love it so much. I think it's incredible. Mike doesn't really like the whole show because he's not a big fan of reality TV anyway, but he likes mm-hmm. it when it's the, the the catwalk. So when they start the transformation and they run down the catwalk and they show the outfits, that's the best part. That's awesome. Yeah, that sounds very much like Chris. Chris is probably going to line up there as well because he he always, if we're watching reality TV, especially if it's a competition show, he's like, too much backstory. Just give me the competition. Like, just give me the thing. Um, I don't need all the backstory, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what he likes about it. I'm so excited to watch it with him, though, I got to say. It's going to be great. <laughs> awesome. Um, okay, so... I should probably start with season either 6, 11, or 12. I'm feeling like, I feel like it's my choice. Uh, yeah, I, I would say it's your choice. I would I would recommend series 6 solely because okay. it's one of the earlier seasons. And gradually, as a whole, I do think they, they get better and better. Just the production quality of the show gets better as well. Um, so season 6 is, is, a, is a great one. But any of okay. those I would recommend. <laughs> All right. Okay. Season six. That's we're going to start season six, series six. And anything, I don't know. Is there anything special I should be paying attention to? Like if I want to be a super fan, are there, are there other like 
groups to be involved in or like places to get information like do you go into more of the like chat groups and things like that around RuPaul's Drag Race or do you just watch the show and you're a fan of the show I mainly just watch the show and I'm a fan of the show yeah they I've watched like various of the spin-offs so they have they have obviously the US version they've got the UK version they have like a Canada version but the Canadian version is slightly different because RuPaul's not actually a host on that so that's Canada's Drag Race as opposed to RuPaul's Drag Race Canada (laughs) there's a, a down under yeah there's a down under version which obviously is Australia and New Zealand uh, they have a celebrity RuPaul's Drag Race. They have an Italian oh. one, a Spanish one, a Dutch one. <laughs> like, there's so many. I want to eventually like get into all of that stuff. They also have All Stars, which is where they have previous contestants that haven't won the show that come back and compete again oh. in order to be part of the Hall of Fame. <laughs> so they mm-hmm. get a, like a second chance at what they call redemption for RuPaul. <laughs> oh. Yes, of course it's redemption, <laughs> as it should be. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, otherwise, awesome. oh, Mike bought me tickets, so we are actually going to see some of the, the drag queens from RuPaul in a in a show called Work the World at some point. I can't actually remember when because it's been postponed so many times because of COVID. But I am so excited to see that. <laughs> That's going to be amazing. Yes, that is awesome. Um, yeah, it watching the the spin-off show that I was watching um that was my thought I was like I kind of want to go to a show like I don't even know like I don't think my hometown has anything like regular I don't know I have no idea so now I gotta go figure it out <laughs> see I want to I want to I definitely want to go though. I can't wait that's awesome cool okay well that let's go ahead any final thoughts any last anything about this and why it's so wonderful and why everyone should love it i think everyone should love it because it allows people to just show their true selves (laughs) people can just be who they actually are without any kind of hatred towards them and they can just show their art because for most of them it's it's their job this 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 is what they do for a full-time living so it's it's a way for them to show their art and something that they're truly passionate about as well and honestly the transformations are just incredible and if i could make myself look like how they look i would literally do it every single day because it is astounding (laughs) (laughs) it's just that amazing that's awesome (laughs) um All right, so that is going to do it for us today. Megan has given us the TV guide to become fans of RuPaul's Drag Race. And Chris and I will be spending the week taking her advice and reporting back on our experience on our response edition. Uh, In the meantime, if you have thoughts or stories, uh, positive, of course, uh, to share with us, you can do so on Twitter or Instagram at LikeToLikeThings or on uh, the Like Line at 661-279-0130. You can also support us via Patreon at patreon.com slash I like to like things. Um, all the links are in the show notes. And Megan, if people want to uh, listen to more of you, where do they go? So, yeah, as I've, I don't have a podcast, sadly. Maybe, maybe one day in the future. But for now, if you if you want to hear my voice, uh, you can find me on various episodes of Genuine Chit Chat, which is uh, Mike's podcast. 
Uh, or you can sign up to Mike's Patreon for genuine chit chat and we have afterthoughts on there where I do I, I, I am there a lot because they're all movie and film reviews so that's where you can find me <laughs> I love it I love that um, right now you're very exclusive Megan you're like if you want to listen to me on Afterthoughts that is behind a paywall you do need to be a Patreon to get that content <laughs> that's how amazing that's I am you have to pay absolutely. to absolutely <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's great. All right, Megan. Well, thank you so much. And uh, we appreciate you uh, joining the show today. That's a bye for me, Elise. Thank you all. 